By definition, an antenna is a metal whip designed to receive and transmit radio signals within a given area. It's BS in the Morning on KSLQ and Westplex 1071. What a great song that is. And you know the crazy thing about that, Shelley? What? That version was not the version that got released. What's the difference? The difference is the version that got released has Nelly on it. It was a collab with, with Nelly and, and, and the, uh, the NSYNC boys. And oh, that's right. Collabs. That's what's new. Well, that, no, that was like 20 years ago. That they signed. I think that's, oh. that's 2001. They were ahead of their time. Is it really 20 years? Yes, yes, yes. That song was... Shut uh, up. No, no. I think 2001. Hard to believe. Hold on. Let me look at this. Uh, let me look at Wikipedia, my source on this. Uh, I do believe 2001 because that was, I think that was the last, the last single released by at least, you know, the last original signal single. Uh, 20 years? Yes. S S Y S S in sync girlfriend. Let me type it in here. In discography girl. F R I E N D. Um, I'm almost positive. That was 2001. Girlfriend in sync. Oh, I was wrong. Two thousand and two. So it's March twelfth. Oh, there's a difference. So it's twenty, a little bit over twenty years ago. No wonder. See. Yeah, it was. It so was... I don't understand why, how I got to be as old as I am. It was the group. It was the group's last song to enter the top ten of the U.S. Billboard, peaking at number five. Girlfriend I additionally swear reached that. That was prominent when you and I no. first. Nope. It's, started it's, working together. It's, it's old. Girlfriend digitally reached number one in Canada, charted within the top ten in six other countries, including Australia, Germany, and the United Kingdom. And it's got, it says, single by NSYNC featuring Nelly. And that's not the version we have. We have the version, which is the actual, and, and nothing against Nelly. I'm a Nelly fan. Me too. I don't. I don't like it. What I don't like the the, the version with Nelly. I think it's it's. You it's, don't. No. It's it's. Did, see what's interesting about that version of Girlfriend is that if you if you sort of dig into it, the harmonies are so incredibly tight, and you can tell these guys have been singing, you know, with them with the you know with themselves for a while. Okay, they and the harmonies are so good. And the other interesting part of it is, the drum line, it's a snare drum and a bass drum. That's all it is. There's no other drums in it. There's no cymbals. There's, not there's somebody no. Going, no, no, no. There's there's a there's a there 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 there's there's a hi hat I believe in there, but there's no cymbals and you know like there's no you know toms. There's no hi hat cymbal ride cymbal or anything like that. It's just it's just that anyway. Uh, and if you listen to it with the headphones on, God, it sounds good. It's hard to believe. Once again, twenty years ago, that's how long. And consider they've been around since what ninety eight or something like that. That's how long. Uh, Justin Timberlake has been in our in our in our you know in our purview, so so to speak. You know what I mean? Twenty twenty four years. It's hard to believe, and the guy still looks like he's like it twenty. Really is. He looks like he's twenty. So he's he's got to be like forty. Let me look him up. He's got to be like forty five now or something like that. Let me see where he's at. He take a guess. What? How old do you think Justin Timberlake is? Uh, forty one. No, that's too young. I know that's too young. What? It's too young. It is not. He's got to be older than that. I, I'm telling you, you're, you're, you're. I'll give you a chance to change your, your, your thing while I look it up here. Justin, go ahead. Justin Timberlake. Okay. Forty-one. You looked that up. He's forty-one. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look it up. I'm psychic. Uh, he went to University of Nebraska. The University of Nebraska High School. That's where it says he went to. What? 
University of, what is the University of Nebraska High School? Let me look that one up. University of Nebraska High School is an accredited university-based online high school. Oh, it's online. Uh, institution operated by University of Nebraska United States. It offers distance education high school courses, which allows its students to earn high school credit or diploma from anywhere in the world. Hey, my kind of place. Why didn't they have that when I was a young guy? <laughs> Grades 9 through 12. Accreditation, Nebraska Department of Education, North Central Association Commission on Accreditation and School Improvement. Highschool.nebraska.edu if you want to look it up. Today, it says today, University of Nebraska High School now offers more than 100 core elective advanced placement courses in eight subject areas. Courses are provided online and in print. Courses are designed to be flexible and self-paced, which allows the students to study at their convenience. With students in all 50 U.S. states and more than 100 countries, the University of Nebraska High School has delivered hundreds of thousands of courses to a highly diverse student body. Wow. Holy cow. I never even knew about this. I wonder what she looks like. Okay. I do. I wonder what a highly diverse student body looks like. Oh, I get it. Notable oh. alumni. Okay, there's three notable <laughs> alumni. Andy Roddick. You know who Andy Roddick is? Uh, no. I He's a former world number one tennis player. Big, important oh, tennis yeah, player. I didn't know that. Justin Timberlake. And guess who the other, the third notable alumni is? Who? Britney Spears. Rock on, Britney. Right. Britney Spears. Interesting. God, I saw a picture of her. Oh, where... so she did go to high school. Well, but essentially what this is, if you see what's what they're what they're heading there, this is a high school for kids who don't go to high school. You know, because because like once again Like Union. Britney Spears and and Justin Timberlake were both like in the in like when the Mickey Mouse Club. Weren't they both in the Mickey Mouse Club? I know that Britney was. Yeah, I, I think Justin was as well, too. So he was like a child, you know, a child actor, child whatever it was. So he didn't go to school. He went to you know, was University of Nebraska High School. God, where was that when I was young? I got stuck in my stupid high school. You know, wasting they my time. They didn't have the internet, Brad. But it doesn't say about internet. It says, here, let me read it again. It says, it says um, courses are provided online and in print. So it's not necessarily just online. It's on, it's on print, in print. See, the internet has changed everything. Internet, matter of fact, we have it a, really has the the smartest woman in the world sent me some pretty good stuff. By the way, let me double check this. We only had we only had Westplex dot social crash once yesterday, so we're doing pretty well. <laughs> and I'm I'm not kidding. This is our new social website. We put this up. This is ours. Mark Zucker. Excuse me, Mark Zuckerberg doesn't own this. Hold on, it might be down. No, there it is. Okay, it's up. I just refreshed the screen. Okay, um, and I'm not kidding you when I say this. I got the uh, our our company that provides our server. It went down yesterday about about I guess about 10:30 in the morning, and I sent him a note. Hey guys, it's down again. Can you take a look at it? And the guy sent me back. I'll I'll you know put it into small terms. He essentially says. Tremendous amount of activity crashed your server. That's essentially what he said. So people are going to... Is this a new server that we're on? Yes, it's a different company. And and the reason for this is... It's How's a, that working for you, Brad? Well, the problem with it is, is that it's a company that specializes in WordPress, which essentially is the back end of the Westplex.social. And most of your WordPress press sites are like, you know, hi, I'm Joe, and I collect birds. Look at my bird pictures. So... Maybe they get like, you know, 10 hits a day at most, you know, and, and maybe somebody downloads a picture of a pigeon or something like that. So that's like, that's <laughs> the pigeon or the statue. Well, whatever. But so, so that's what, that's, we've got a, you know, a, what's turned out to be a, a pretty high, 
high-volume site. You know, maybe I got a home run on this one. You know, and, and once again, what's it about? It's about local people saying local stuff, you know, specifically Westplex people, but you don't have to be, like, living in the Westplex. And it's local people. I'm not going to censor anybody unless you put nasty pictures up there or say nasty things. Then we might have to, you know, give you the boot or something like that. But if you say anything about COVID, that's fine. We're not going to put, like, a stupid sticker on it. And we're not going to, you know, if you say something about Hunter Biden, we're not going to say, oh, my God, you, you're banned for life. <laughs> All this other goofy stuff. By the way, God, there's so much to talk about this morning. I heard yesterday, and I thought to myself, can this be right? You know, what? the deal with with the um, November ballot, they're supposed to be on the November, November ballot. Here, we're two months away. November ballot, they're supposed to be the constitutional amendment on recreational marijuana. Okay. That may not be on there now. Why? Uh, Did they put it in another bill they're trying to pass? No, apparently. See, it's it's the signature deal. And apparently... Can they do that? What do you mean? Can they do Can it? Can they, like, have it on the bill and then not have it on the bill? It's on the ballot. And, well, what, no, well no, no. bill ballot, whatever. The no, the it's a B word. Well, I guess because here's the deal: they claim now that they don't think they did get the number. There, it's it has to do with signatures. And if you know how this works, you know once again, it's the golden rule: he who has all the gold makes all the rules. Missouri has one of the easiest, easiest constitutions to to amend. I mean, it's really fairly easy to amend. And what typically happens is these out of state interest groups, whatever, you know, I don't know who they are. You know, a lot of times they're behind, you know, you don't even know who they are. It's like a secret. It's like, you know, the, 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 the committee to, to, for just smoking, you know, LLC or something like that. Okay. So the, what they do is they literally, you know, when you go to the post office, there's the guys out there wanting you to sign, or you go to various places, public places. They can't go to private places. They can't go like in the Schnooks parking lot because that's private property. They have to go in public property, like post offices and street corners and things like that. Hi, sir. Hi, ma'am. Uh, we've got a petition here to legalize marijuana. Would you like to sign that petition? Okay, you know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. You've had that happen to you before, I right? I do. Okay. Yes. Do you sign it? So, <laughs> I'm do not, you? I'm not going to answer that right now. I'll answer it oh. maybe later. <laughs> I, let me put it to this way. You sign it, but you don't put your real name. Wow. Did you say that? Did you? Do you think I would do something like that? Do I you, do. For a minute, do you think I'd do something like put down a fake name on a on a petition? And More a fake, than one minute. <laughs> and a fake address and stuff like that? No. I do. Okay, so, so what happens is these out-of-state, and it's always, almost always some out-of-state company or, you know, interest group, they hire those people, those people that go out and get the signatures. They're not doing that for free. They're not doing that because they're concerned citizens. They're getting that because they're getting a paycheck out of that. So, and literally, Plus they want real pot. Uh, maybe that. Maybe they trade them. I don't know. So, so it it takes like I think they say it takes typically three to four million dollars to hire all those people. So now, supposedly, there's been a closer look at the signatures, and some of the, it has to do with the fact that. There's so many that can only come from some part of the state. You, you know, in other words, you can't have all of them like from from Webster Groves. You know, there has to be some kind of equal distribution without around the state. So it can't be like somebody in in Chesterfield or somebody in Wellston or somebody in Ladue trying to get a law passed for the entire state. And that's, I think, what the rub is. I have to do a little bit more research on it. But apparently, there's been a lawsuit filed. And they think the lawsuit has standing, which means that the the judge may take a look at it and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, you know, you, okay, you've got a le- you've got a legitimate argument. I may have to agree with this. So, so, I, so where do you 
think that they they lie. No, no, I didn't say that they lied. They do. I don't think they had the number. No, not lie, like stand is what I meant. I don't know, because the interesting thing is the rank choice voting thing, where they were trying to get that on the ballot, that did not get enough signatures, and that's not on the ballot. That rank choice thing. I'm going to read that to you. What's a rank choice? Ranked choice voting is not right now. Let's say you got you got you know like we had we had 20 candidates running for U.S. Senate, 21 candidates. Okay. Yeah. The way it works now is Eric Schmidt got the most number of candidates, so he's the Republican guy, and he goes on to the general election in November. Rank choice is you throw everybody on the same ballot, and then what you do is. You give them a number. He's my favorite. He's number one. He's number. She's number two. He's number three. She's number four. And then they they rank all those, and and then they decide. Okay, so and so, and like in the primary, instead of having the Republicans on one ticket and the 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 Democrats on another ticket, everybody's on the same ticket. So the two most popular people, the the rank choice, go on to the general election. Now, the problem with that is it just came up in Alaska. We'll talk about that, where, where, uh, where Sarah Palin, they just switched over to ranked choice voting in Alaska. And it took them two weeks to figure out who won because it's not so just who won. the gal against uh, uh, Sarah Palin came in number two. So she lost. Wow. Yeah, she's not. She's but th- it's complicated because the, the, the Alaska thing is so complicated because the election the, in the primary was to fill an unfilled seat in the U.S. House of Representatives. Somebody died or somebody resigned. Right. I can't remember which it is. Okay. But that only is good until January. So in November, they're going to have another election for the next two-year term. So in other words, even though she lost and somebody else is going to immediately going to the House of Representatives to be sworn in, you know, because of the fact they're filling an unfilled seat, even though uh, that person is going to, uh, you know, to be a U.S. rep, they're only going to be U.S. rep until January unless they win the election again in November. And it's like, okay, this is getting complicated. And what's sad about this is most people have no idea who anybody of these people are on the ballot are. Most people don't, most people don't know where the, where the voting, you know, where you vote at. And most people still say, I don't have a picture ID, so I can't vote. I don't have a picture ID. Once again, I'm Brad. A month ago, I lost my wallet with my with my my ID and all my credit cards, my ID, all this important stuff around my life. Okay, within a week, I got asked fifteen times for my picture ID for all sorts of crazy stuff, all sorts of crazy stuff. And I'm going like, okay, these people that don't have a, a you know a picture ID, do they just stay at home all the time? Do they never go out? <laughs> Do they You're never? Funny. Well, yeah. no, seriously. Do they never That's leave their? What I do. Do they never leave their house? Do they you never go? You have a picture ID except for your Sam's card. No, 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 no. I mean, but how? You know, they they must not fly because you have to have a picture ID to fly. Unless you're an illegal immigrant, then you don't have to have one. You know, don't you find Isn't it fat? Funny. Don't you find it fascinating? The illegal immigrants have more rights than we do. I, I mean, do. Like they can get on a plane without a picture ID, but you and I can't. Okay, let me think about that for a minute. Okay, I've gone too far. Uh, we're talking too much. Uh, you need to shut up, Shelly. You're talking way too much. I can do that. How much do you want me to shut up? I'm going to just turn my mic off. You're going to take the whole show by yourself. How's that? No, that's not going to happen, Brad. <laughs> there will be a sound of silence. Let's do that one morning. I'll let you do the show by yourself. No. Yes. No, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I will cuss. Ooh. So we'll do it today then. It's 6.30. Funny. <laughs> BS.show. You like that song, Shelly? I do. Do you know who that is? 
I was going to say the clash, but I don't think that's it. Talking Heads. That's right. Talking I Heads. I knew that. Now, I haven't played that song in a long time, and that used to be one of my Friday songs I used to play back in the old days in KSOQ, and I sort of revived it because it's got that Friday vibe to it. Don't you think? It's got a good positive beat, you know, up-tempo. I do. Boy, you don't get too excited about it, okay? Okay. <laughs> I am very excited. Oh. I'm just tired. Matter of fact, you're tired. Why are you tired? Because I've I've worked a long week. You know what happens when Shelly gets excited? Um, the skies open up, and it's beautiful and clear, and there's big, white, fluffy clouds, and is that not right? No, you can describe happiness for Shelly in one word. What's that? Boop, shoes. Boop, <laughs> boop, boop, boop. That's right. Boop. Booping does make me happy. And if you boop their nose, you can donate a dollar. His wife is beautiful. He's got a very small head for such a big body. That was mean of me to say. Don't use that one. He's got a very small head for such a big body. What'd you say again? Nope. <laughs> How about this one? I have two shotguns at home. I can't, it's a long story, but I'm not opposed to guns. Yeah, he's not opposed to guns. <laughs> if you listen to him last night, that's all he talked about. We know. We get rid of these guns. We're going to come to your house and take your... Just like, like Beto O'Rourke. We're coming to your house. We're going to get your AR-15, your AK-47. And this guy's running for governor of Texas. Think about that for a minute. Texas that you equate with, like, you know, sort of like the last vestige of the United States where it's still, like, you know, sort of raw and, you know, you're out there in the plains. And have you ever driven across Texas? Have you ever driven across Texas? I have not. Oh, my God. If you come in on, what is it, I-10? If you come in on I-10? I mean, like, I'll tell you something. If you're going to go cross country, do not use I-10, especially when you're going through Texas and New Mexico and Arizona. It is like boring city. I mean, you think Kansas is bad on Interstate 70. Interstate 10 is is 10 times worse. I made the mistake the first time I went to out to the West Coast. I came back. I went out on 70, and then when 70 ends out there in Utah. And by the way, w- remind me, the smartest woman in the world sent me some interesting stuff. I, I talked about this yesterday with, with John Wayne and about the nuclear tests and all these people that got ill from the nuclear waste out there and the nuclear blast. Anyway, uh, remind me to talk about that. This is pretty interesting. At least it is to me. Anyway, when I came back, I came back on I-10 through, you know, come out of San Diego because San Diego, you know, comes into, or I-10 comes into San Diego. That's where the end of it, or the beginning of it, whichever way you look at it. Matter of fact, in San Diego, that's where the beginning and the end of all the interstates are because you can't go any further south and you can't go any further west. So anyway, uh, well, you can't go further south, but you go into Mexico. Anyway, I-10, you go across, and there's spots. And the crazy thing about it was, I don't remember if I was in New Mexico or where I was, Arizona, where's all the cactus, like right next to the interstate, and they had like these weird holes in them, you know, I mean, like, you know, like, you know, what big cactuses, some of those cactus are like, you know, 10, 12, 14 feet tall. And I think it's called cacti. Well, cacti. Okay. They had holes in them. So I go to a gas station and, you know, I'm the guy, I'm the guy from Missouri. Hey, I'm driving along uh-huh. I-10. You got sure those. Sure do have a pretty mouth. <laughs> uh-huh. You've got those cactus out there. Why there's holes in them? And the guy says, because people like you put their guns out the window and shoot at them. 
That's what he said. I'm going like, Aw. I don't know if that's true or not, but supposedly that's what Why he... Why would he say it? I don't know. I mean, that's what he said. He said that people shoot at the cactus when they're driving along I-10. I go, well, you know, you get bored. What? Hey, let's get our gun and put it out the window and shoot at cactus on I-10. <laughs> no. <laughs> because you'll never get caught? I don't know. I mean, you're on the middle of nowhere. See, once again, I say this to people. When they talk about, oh, my God, overpopulation, overpopulation. Okay, oh, have, these, have these people never flown in a jet airplane before? Because when you leave Missouri, when you leave St. Louis and you head west, like let's say you're going, let's say you're going all the way out to L.A., okay? You fly and you look down and there's nothing down there. And you'll see farm fields and stuff like that. But when you get further west, there's nothing. And to this day... There's a place in Utah called Green River, Utah. It's very close to the Colorado-Utah border on I-70. You come into Green River. I think Green River has a population of like 2,500, and 2,400 of them work at the gas stations there because there's like 14,000 gas stations in Green River. Because when you come into Green River, Utah on I-70, there are signs not put up by billboards, not put up by the, the mayor and stuff like that, but the highway department, and it says, next service 113 miles so you drive 113 miles and there is nothing no gas stations no nothing and the only exits on the interstate are ranch exits where they put these exits in so the ranchers can get to their cattle off the interstate that's it there's nothing out there it's just totally nothing and you drive and you drive and the other thing is at least the last time i drove the speed limit's 80 you'd love it out there because Shelly has this thing, speed limit plus 40. That is so, zip it, Hildebrand. <laughs> yeah. Shelly, speed limit plus 40. Let me think, get the speed limit on I-70 is 60. That means I can go 100. So anyway, uh, so my point being. I don't think my car would last with this undersized engine. Oh, here she goes again. Uh, well, you know, we can fix that. We can drop in a, you know, an LS, we can do an LS swap. And you're going like, what's he talking about? Never mind. Okay, so yeah, what are you talking about? You go out there in the West, and and there's nothing. I mean, and and like when you fly, I mean, like to the point where like if you if your plane crashed someplace in Utah, it might be two days before they'd get to you. You know, and I'm I maybe I you know not by helicopter. I mean, by helicopter they could get you in a couple hours. It's nowhere. I mean, it's and and it's and it's it's same thing like in Nevada, you know, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah, you got. Phoenix, and you got Albuquerque, places like that. But once you get out of those metro areas, there's nothing. It's sort of like the northern half of Missouri. I mean, when you think about it, you southern half of Missouri, you've got, you know, along I-70, you've got St. Louis, Jefferson City, Columbia, Kansas City. To the south, you got Joplin, you got Springfield, you got Cape Girardeau, places like that. To the north, give me a city north of I-70. Tell me one city north of I-70 in the state of Missouri. One city north of I-70. Yes, a major city, or just a city that you can, if someone said to you, okay, give me the name of a city that's in, in the northern part of Missouri, and the northern part of Missouri would be north of I-70, what city would you tell me? North of I-70, so it goes that way. It'd be on the other side. Be on the north side. Yeah. Okay. Tell me one city that's north of I-70. See, that's the problem. You know, you know pretty much- Flint Hill. No, I'm not talking about I'm not talking about like a suburb. I'm talking about like like I'm not talking about like Troy. I'm saying like once you get up to you know north north of of I mean you know like you got you said Troy, you got Bowling Green, places like that. But they're, yeah. they're little tiny places. 
You know, I mean, at least Springfield's a fairly basic. what people like. They like that? Little tiny places? It's like Washmo. They want people to come and spend their money, but they don't want anybody to live there. Yeah. Did I just say that? (laughs) Most of the people, yeah. Most of the people in Washmo don't really live in Washmo. Well, remember, remember, see, um, do I, do I dare talk about this without getting, no. you know, without getting the mayor, you know, call me and, and like, no, rip me a new... you do not. Okay. If you look here, I'll pull... He's going to talk about it anyway, oh, okay. of course. I'll pull it, I'll pull it up, okay? How many times people go, Man-child. hey, hey, you, boy, that Washington area, that Washington area is really growing. Well, okay. Let me... It is. No, it's not. It's because Hoffman is buying everything up. Well, they're they're they're. You know what? The Hoffman are buying people and they're moving them to Alabama. Do you know that? Oh, shut up. They are. The Hoffmans are oh, going. They are. They're not. going door to door in Washington. They're knocking door. Hi, we're the Hoffmans. We'd like you to move to Alabama. Really? Whatever. Yeah. Here's a hundred thousand no. dollars. Will you move to Alabama? Yes, I'll move. I'll move to Alabama. <laughs> I, you know, hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. How how quick do you need me out? Can you leave by two o'clock today? Yeah, yeah. We'll be gone. We'll 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 gone. We're gone. Okay, Washington, Missouri. Okay. Here, here. That is not true. <laughs> it is. They're buying people. I'm totally ignoring you. <laughs> okay. Here's Washington, Missouri. Okay. Demographics. Okay. From 2010 to 2020, okay, the city grew by, are you ready for this? Okay. 400 people. And from, from 2000, whistle. From, from 2000 yeah. to 2010, the population only grew by, by about 600 people. Now, Dude, it's a thriving metropolis. No, but but what's interesting is, like everybody talks about Washington growing. If you look at Union, look at Union. Union is like is Union is like is like exploding. You know, Union, Missouri, M I S S O U R I. There it is, right there. Okay, uh, let's do demographics. Demographics. Okay, in 1880, there were 402 people in Union. In 2020. 12,348. Here's here's from from 1990 to 2000, 7.3% population growth. Growth from 2000 to 20 uh, uh 20 2000 to 2010, 31.3% population growth. From 2010 to 2020, uh 2020, 31.5%. Union is exploding. Union is almost as big as Washington. And once again for a long time, Union was like, you know, Little tiny place, you know. I mean, I for, here, here, here's a perfect example. So it wasn't a union, and it was a U. In union, in 2000, there were 7,757 people in union. Okay, two, that's 2000. Okay, let's go back to if I can go back to Washington, if I can find Washington. In, two, in 2020, there were 13,000 people in 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 union. I mean, in Washington. So in other words, union was half the, uh, almost exactly half the size. Of Washington in twenty in two thousand twenty years later, they're almost the exact same size. So essentially, over the past twenty years, Union has doubled in population, and that's what's interesting. Nobody talks about that. Go, oh, that Washington's growing like leaps and bounds. No, it's not. Union's growing by leaps and bounds. Now, if you take a city like O'Fallon, have you ever seen this? Did you see? Did you see the the the, the picture that Terry Violet put up on her Facebook page the other day? I did not. She had a picture of the city limit sign. I think it was like 1959, St. Peter's. Guess what the population was in 1959, St. Peter's. Take a guess. 95. 492 people. 
Really? Yeah, 492 people. What's the population here? Let me look at that, that right now. Let's look at what St. Peter's is right now. Uh, St. Peter's. It's like, you know, once again, it's like looking at St. It's like looking at O'Fallon's. Like, if you go back and look at O'Fallon, any of the, any of the Westplex city, St. Peter's, B-T-R-S, Missouri. Okay, M-I-S-S. Okay. Uh, hold on a minute. I can't type. St. Peter's, Missouri. Okay, here we go. Okay, take a guess what the current population of St. Peter's is. Take a guess. 35,000. 57,732. Now, get this. In 1970, if we go way back, this is what's fascinating. Okay, 1880, 334 people. 1910, 269. 1920, 358. 1930, 248. 1940, 305. This is St. Peter's population. 1950, 377. 1960, 404. 1970, 486. 1980, 15,700. So in 10 years, St. Peter's went from 486 people to 15,700 people. And then from 1980 to 1990, you ready for this? In 1980, 15,700 people in St. Peter's. In 1990, 45,000 people. Population growth, 3,130% in 10 years. 3,130%. And people go, boy, that Washington's growing. <laughs> boy, that Washington's growing. I wonder you, how many people are actually from Washmo. The Hoffmans are going door to door and saying, hey. They are not. Stop it, Brad. We're, we're taking over the town. Would you Would you want to? How about, that. hey, no matter if we, we'll give you a choice. If you, for $100,000, you can, well, for $200,000, we'll move you to East St. Louis. Oh, man, I'm going. Give me that East St. Louis trip. <laughs> <laughs> it's six six fifty. I'm sorry. Yep. One of my favorite songs, one of my favorite movies, Heavy D and the Boys. That's uh, now that we found love. And you know what song? You know what movie that's in? Hitch. Yes. What a great movie that is. You ever seen that? It movie? really was a lovely movie. And you know what? Here's a problem with that. Is what? that I've just violated the National Association of Broadcasters code. We are no longer allowed to talk about Will Smith anymore in the air. Oh please. Seriously. He's, what a bunch of crap! No, seriously, we we've been told that we are no longer allowed to talk about Will Smith on the on the on the air. From who? The National Association of Broadcasters. They had the memo. The guy came out in D.C. We do not approve of what Will Smith did by slapping Chris Rock so effective immediately. Came out just the other day. No one in the radio business is allowed to mention Will Smith's name on the air. He's persona non grata. You know what that means? What does that mean, Brad? Persona non grata means here's personas needs news grata. Mm. No, anyway. That clears that up. <laughs> the movie is great in the respect that if you've never seen the movie before, he's, he, he plays a professional matchmaker, okay? And what's interesting is the movie's I funny. I liked when he got... Um... What, what's that um, we allergic got, reaction? Yes, that was a funny part of the movie. Yeah, it really was. So what, what's interesting was he plays this guy, Hitch, who is a professional matchmaker. Men hire him to help him, you know, help them get women, okay? But yet yes. when it comes to him getting a woman, he does everything wrong. And it's pretty funny. Now, what's the name of the gal in the movie? She's married to somebody famous. I mean, she's famous herself. You know who I'm talking about? Who is that? What's her name? 
I always, um, I was, I always thought she was tremendously talented. I'm always a big fan of hers. Don't know her name, isn't it terrible? She was in something about Mary. Uh, what's her name? Hitch. She's blonde and pretty. No, she's not blonde. She's like, she's Latino. She's like black. She's got black hair, dark skin. She's not blonde. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember who you're talking. about. <laughs> who are you about. talking about? She's, yeah. Oh, she's blonde. She's got blue eyes. Yeah, no, she's not. I was, I was. <laughs> Mixing her up with another movie. Sorry. Ew. Let me find that. Hold on a minute. Movie. Movie. Let's see. Movie. God, what is her name? Gonna drive me nuts. She's married to like Ryan Reynolds or something like that. Like your prostate? Yeah, drive me. Hold on. I don't have time to get that up right now. Movie Hitch. Eva Mendez. That's right. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez. And she is married to. Who's she married to? I don't know. Ryan Gosling. See, I was right. Yeah, they've been married since 2011. You know, Eva Mendez and Ryan Gosling. So that's who she's married to. You know who Ryan Gosling is, don't you? I Yes, I do. <laughs> you didn't know who Ryan Fight Reynolds me. was. <laughs> are we having fun yet, Shelly? We are having fun, Are we Brad? having fun yet, Shelly? Always. <laughs> Have I insulted you enough this morning? No. You know, you know what? You know what? You know who Shelly's favorite... Uh, who, who Shelly's favorite cartoon character was? Who? Betty. Boop. <laughs> Actually, my favorite cartoon character was Jessica Rabbit. Okay, we have to take a break. I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way. <laughs> it's 6.59. What do you think about that for a Friday song, Shelly? I think that it was lovely. By the way, the reason I played that is, and I, I, I hate to break this to you on the air, but I've sold all the stations. I've sold all three of the stations. The God Squad people have bought the three stations. Reeves and I played that station. That this is going to be our last day on the air. The reason I played that song is because 107.1 will be rebranded as Happy 107.1, which will go along with Joy 99 99.1, and then uh, KSOQ will become Smiley 104.5, and then Crap will become sort of this alternative religious format called religious crap where they'll talk about things that aren't really true and they'll 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 read things that like people thinks in the bible and then they'll say crap or no crap and people will call in and go i say i say crap you're right that's not in the bible it's been fun i almost made it to 50 years in the broadcasting business this is year 49 for me i'm gonna go out in a high i'm telling you you know Thank you. Thanks you for being with me all these years, Shelly. You're full of crap, Brad. <laughs> uh, you didn't believe me? <laughs> no. Not at all, really. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what's interesting about that song? That was there's. Whole, I think you should sell to NPR. Yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> no, the that is the Edwin Hawkins Singers. That was recorded in a church. Now, what's interesting about this is if you go on the internet, there's all sorts of weird stories about this song. They claim that in the choir. Matter of fact, if you go on Wikipedia, it lists three or four names of who the the soloists are and it says and it lists like five or six people in the chorus and it says and 40 other people there's so it's a big chorus it's in a, it's in a church okay now what i have also heard is three people who are on that record one of them is bill gaither you know who bill gaither is 
Yeah, we go way back. Well, to this day, it's called the Gaither Vocal Band. Matter of fact, they've been around since 1981. Uh, Bill Gaither originally had a had a, a trio with his wife and another guy. Okay, Bill Gaither, a guy by the name of Billy Preston. You know, remember Billy Preston? Billy Preston had a couple songs out by himself, but Billy Preston was probably most remembered for he was like a, a very famous keyboardist. He played in a lot of different uh, artists' songs, and he played with the Beatles for a while. He was a, like a big buddy of the Beatles, and the third person that's supposedly on that record is Aretha Franklin. But yet, when I, I read this thing, and when I go and look at it, I can't find the credits in any of it. Matter of fact, what it says is, officially, let me give you the, uh, let me see if I can find this again. Um, it was recorded in a church. Oh, happy day. I saw just the, Edwin, Edwin Hawkins, uh, 1967 gospel music direction of the 1755 hymn by clergyman Philip Doddridge. Recorded by the Edwin Hawkins Singers, it became an international hit in 1969, reaching number four in the U.S. singles chart, number one in France, Germany, and the Netherlands, number two in the Canadian singles chart, blah, 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 blah. And it was recorded, um, recording begins with a muted piano, drum and bass, backing lead vocal, Dorothy Combs Morrison. On, and what's interesting is, and they talk about this, she's only in the left hand, left left stereo channel. She's only in the left. That's when they did they did things really, really stereo. Okay, it was recorded in uh, the Esphesian, Esphesian, E-P-H-E-S-I-N. How do you say that? Isn't that? E-P-H-I-N what? E-P-H-E-S-I-N. Ephesian? Is that what it is? Ephesian? Yes. The Ephesian Church of God in Christ in Berkeley, California. And that's where it was. The track is notable for its clear sound, given the powerful vocals and the modest equipment used to recapture them. It was made at Hawkins Church, the Ephesian Church of God in Christ in Berkeley, California. Um, Billy Preston, born today. Oh, my God. Billy Preston. Mike, Mike Otten just sent me this. Billy Preston was born today in 1946, died in 2006. God, he died young. 46, so he was only like... Only the good die young. Right, 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 right. Anyway, by the way, if you want to check out our... <laughs> Have you seen your picture on, on Westplex.social? Yeah, thanks so much. You're on there with the headphones on. You're just bopping away to the music. <laughs> Where? You haven't seen your picture on there? Go I on. evidently haven't. Go on Westplex.social. The info dude has you has your picture on there. You're you're just bopping away to the music. It's got your headphones and everything. It's got the right headphones, everything. It's just like the headphones you wear. Got the boom mic, although you the boom mic's not in front of your face. Not oh, in front of your mouth. Please bite me. <laughs> You have to check it out, westplex.social. Okay, okay, bunch of stuff to talk about today. Okay, first off, let's talk about goofy stuff. Okay, do you know they're going to put another million dollars of government money into the loop trolley? Have you heard this stupid story? They just wanted to <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> there are people that have disposable income that have these ideas that they want to make happen as but their legacy. This is not their money. It's your and I money. It's government money. <laughs> Another million dollars. You know, let me tell you something. I would get more satisfaction if they said, hey, we're going to take a million dollars of taxpayer money and we're going to put it in $1 bills. We're going to put a big pile of it on Del Mar and on Saturday night at 8 o'clock, we're going to set it on fire. Come on down and watch us burn a million dollars. 
I would go see that. I would go see that. I would rather see them burn a million dollars worth of $1 bills in the middle of Del Mar and universities. Matter of fact, right on the city limits, you know, because the Del Mar loop goes, you know, between U City and the St. Louis City. Put it right there on the borderline and just pile it up and, you know, and have everybody go around. And then, and then what, and here's, here's the thing. They would make it into like a contest. They're saying, we're going to, if you, and, and this would be like, this would be like to, for, to help the businesses out who got their butts kicked when they're building a stupid trolley and nobody could get down on the on the on the on the Delmar Loop anymore. We're gonna have a lottery and the person everybody, you know, oh, you got like the PSLs? Well no, the lottery would be you put in your <laughs> money, you put in your money and when they pull the person's name out, that's the person that gets to drop the match on the on the on the pile of money. You get the drop. You know they always have these things like, and we're gonna blow up this building, and we're gonna have a lot. You know, a lottery to to help. You know, to or sweepstakes to, to help push the button. Right, and you, if you're the person we push, you know, you're we're gonna, you're gonna push the button. It's gonna blow up the building. They did that, I think, with the Washmo Bridge. Did you know that? I did not. Yeah. By the way, your microphone's not in front of your mouth again. I can hear you're like uh-huh. you, you sound off mic again. Move your microphone. Brad, I didn't do anything. No, much better. I did. You you say that all the time. Hey, okay, here's Shelly. I go, Shelly, move your micro. My microphone's just fine. No, it's not. It's not in front of you. No, it's right in front of my mouth. Okay, Shelly, try it now. Oh, it's. Oh, I didn't do anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> Speaking of Washmo Bridge, do you remember stopping traffic on the bridge to take a picture of the? Yeah, and, the, um, and and then I and plate, then, the and then, name plate. and then the police came and arrested me. They did not. They did. They did. No, because I didn't have to bail you out. That was that was when Dick Strotman was the mayor, and he, you know, you know, <laughs> Dick Strotman hated me, hated me, and I can never figure that out. Because it's Washmo. <laughs> I guess. Because <laughs> I think it's because. I mean, let's be honest. Because his wife worked at KLPW. That's why he didn't like me. Okay. Um, Bunch of stuff to talk about this morning. Ouch. First off, okay, I'm going to say something to you, and if you, I'm going to say this in code, and you're going to agree or disagree to let me talk about this because I know this is somewhat sensitive, but it won't be. The commercial you sent me yesterday, okay? I edited it up and sent it back to you last night. Did you listen to it? I did. Okay. Are we allowed to talk about that situation? I Yes. She's very vocal about it. Okay. Shelley recorded Sally Faith, who is the former mayor of the city of St. Charles. Matter of fact, it hasn't been that long. She's been gone, I think, what, a couple years now. I think yes. you know, Dan Borkmeyer has been only mayor for like two years now or something like that. And you should have seen, you know, they have the mayor's, mayor's charity ball. Right. And the last time that she w- was going, you know, be the mayor, they treated her so lovely. They got her flowers. They, you know, honored her. It was beautiful. Okay. What we're talking about is Shelly recorded her yesterday for the Alzheimer's walk, which comes up later this month in St. Charles. Uh, yes. We've been we involved with the Alzheimer's uh, uh, organization for several years now. And the commercial is Sally Faith saying she has dementia. Correct? Yep. And But she's still doing pretty well, right? She is. She is. I actually went to her abode and recorded her there, and she was lovely. But she sounds in the commercial, she sounds, sounds sharp as a tack still. Is she just like in the very early stages of dementia then? Yes. God, this is a horrible disease. 
dementia, it al truly is Alzheimer's, a all these. But she knows, and I told her this, that God is using her as his champion because, and she goes, I know, I totally agree. I'm like, of course you do, Mayor. You know, and what's sad is it seems as though it hits people who are dynamic people who really, I mean, how many times do you know people who've got dementia, Alzheimer's, who led dynamic lives, who made a difference in people's lives? Who you My know, daddy. Well, my mom. You know, my mom. You yes, know. yes. You know, I mean, my mom was this w woman who, you know, taught, um, you know, she had a, she was a speech and hearing pathologist, taught all sorts of kids through the years who had birth defects and speech problems and you know, mild, uh, you know, you can't even say it anymore, but back in the day we used to say retardation. Remember, you know, back in the day you could say, you know, you know, mildly retarded. You know what I'm saying? Back in the day you could say things like that. You can't say that anymore. But, and then she also taught stroke victims because like this, this knucklehead, this John Fetterman guy who's running for Senate in Pennsylvania, I get myself in trouble with the smartest woman in the world. She's so mad at me about that. Because, well, you need to leave him alone. Well, but once again, he shouldn't be running for the Senate because he just had a stroke. You know, I'm, Biden was running for president, and he but, and but, he's got dementia. Thanks, you make my point. <laughs> Look what we got. You know, we got a guy. Remember, I told you the other day. I heard the guy on another radio station say. What happened? Remember, I played. Was it yesterday or was it Wednesday when I played the speech from from Ronald Reagan? What happened to the great orators? We've got Joe Biden, Kamala Harris. You know, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell. We talked about it the other day. <laughs> Mitch McConnell. That was enough. Hey, Shelly, I'm Mitch McConnell. Don't, yes. Don't, hi, don't hi, you, Mitch. I, I, don't Let's you like the way? On. Don't you like the way I talk? Can't you understand a word I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, why can't we have people like that again? What happened to these great orators? You know, they're gone. They're gone. Okay. It's called getting old, Brad. No, it's called people who can't talk. It's like, you know, once no, upon... No, it's called getting older, Brad. Once, no, no, look, tr Shelly, there are people. Brad. I, I can give you people. I mean, I can give you people who are in their 80s. I know some of these people who, if you put them here on the radio, you would never guess they're in their 80s. I mean, it's not an age-related thing. I mean, to a certain extent... It's really not. To there's a certain actually people who have early onset right. that are in their 40s and 50s. Well, my, once again, my mom used to deal with these people as you know, a speech and hearing therapist, you know, because yes. she's had young... I mean, like, this happened quite often, and you don't hear about this with young people having strokes or, or like, having some traumatic brain injury and stuff like that. And she worked with them to regain their speech and things like that. But once again, most of them, unfortunately, were never the same. It changes you. You know, it, it, everything it, changes you when uh, you've got an illness or you're majorly sick. You don't know what it's like until you experience it yourself. Okay. You can say, I know what you're going through, but you don't. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to go through a couple things here. First off, <laughs> this, the smartest woman in the world sent me this. This is pretty funny. This is from channel four. Ready for this? Uh-huh. Pilot threatens to pull plane around if, pains, if passengers continue sending nude photos. Okay. <laughs> I, where did I hear that from? I saw that on Facebook. Okay. A nude photo nearly delayed a Southwest Airlines flight last week. A passenger on the August 24th flight said someone was using Apple's airdrop service to send the image of a naked man to other passengers. If you don't know, if you don't know what airdrop is, airdrop is this. I don't. Okay, airdrop is this thing on. Is it an uh, Apple thing? Yeah, it's an Apple thing. Where, in other words, mm. you can you can send. It's not like 
texting or emailing, it's like a thing that you can go from like Apple phone to Apple phone. Like, in other words, you can say, Apple you can, in, in other words, yeah. in other words, you can like, it's almost like, like, it's not like an, an NFC. NFC. It's, I was going to say, it's not like an NFC. It's sort of like an F- NFC thing, but it's not. But so in other words, if, if you have a bunch of Apple people together and somebody has, hey, I got this picture. Hey, airdrop it to me. You can do that. Okay. The flight attendant and the pilot were notified and the pilot was not amused. Quote, if this continues, this is pilot. If this continues while we're on the ground, I'm going to have to pull back to the gate, the pilot said. The pilot explained if that happened, everyone would have to get off the plane and security would be involved, ruining many vacations. They're going to, guess where they're going? Cabo St. Lucas. Cabo mm. San Lucas, okay, in Mexico. So this is the pilot once again. The pilot speaking. So you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures and let's get yourself to Cabo. That's the pilot. <laughs> So That's you, funny. so you folks, whatever that airdrop thing is, quit sending naked pictures and let's get yourself to Cabo. The flight was leaving Houston for Cabo San, Lu- San Lucas. The passenger said she didn't receive any additional unsolicited photos, and the flight continued to its destination. <laughs> oh, modern technology! Don't you love it? <laughs> it's somebody on the plane sending naked pictures. <laughs> I mean, you know that. At that- least they weren't like. You know, Facebook living you, the uh, what you, is that called? The twenty six thousand club. I don't know, but but it's on. It's, you do too, know. No, it's on. It's on a flight. It's on a flight. You know, you those people are already pre lubricated. You know what I mean? They're already they're yes. already in party mode on the way. I used to yes. I used to do business in Chicago for a while, and I used to fly to Chicago probably like once a week. And that was back in the day when Southwest advertised, hey, every hour we fly to, to Chicago. And literally, you go out to the airport, and every hour there was a flight to Chicago, and every hour is a flight back from Chicago. So Or Kansas City. No, no, it was just Chicago. Every hour, every hour, Chicago. Every hour, like from 6 o'clock in the morning till midnight, every hour there was a flight to Chicago. When David was in the FAA, he was over Chicago O'Hare right? and um, the other small one in, Mid- in uh, Illinois. Midway. Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so every once in a while, I would take a flight. I, and it was it, funny; it happened two different two different ways. I would take a flight. Were from, you asked to escort? Were you escorted off the plane? No, 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 no. I would be on a flight where it was all the St. Louis people flying up to to Chicago for a Cubs game, and they were already drunk, you know. Or, or of course they were. Or uh, coming back, I was from Chicago flying back from St. Louis, and and because it, you know back in the day, the Cubs only played day games. So, you know, typically the game would start like noon or one or something like that. By four o'clock, the game's over. These people are on the plane at six o'clock. I'm flying home with these. And there was more crap that happened on those flights. I mean, it was like party town at 30,000 feet. It was just bizarre. That's a good Friday song. Party town? Yeah. I I played that last week. I'm not going to play that one again. No, you didn't. I did play it last week. I played party town. You did not. I played it last week. I played it last week because I even had somebody text me, go, you played party town. Okay. Uh, well, I must not have been on that show. Mike Cotton says, in their 80s like me, I am 87. I'm proud of the fact that I am an old guy. And uh, also uh, reminding you that Saturday is $3 movies all day for $3 movies. That's most of the theater change reducing. JC's Party Town. I don't have JC's Party Town. By the way, please, people, please stop asking me about JC Corcoran. I had somebody yesterday ask me, hey, when's JC Corcoran coming back? He's not. He's in jail. That's what happened to JC. Oh, he is not. <laughs> Stop it. 
<laughs> Call Bill Moyer. Brad, sometimes you just Okay. Okay, here's wow. another you ready for this one? Here's another one. You ready for Are this? Are you ready for this? Okay. That's another good Friday song. Okay. This hold it. I've got to I've got to play something before I, I give this story. Okay, this is pretty funny. Are you ready for this one? Okay. Yep. I've got to play this one. And you ready for this? Okay, here we go. I had prostate problems that were driving me nuts. Okay. This is not a, a false story. This is a true story, okay? New York Police Department, New York City. A Brooklyn cop got a shock to the crotch when a clumsy fellow officer fumbled a taser and accidentally fired it straight toward his groin. <laughs> wow. The butterfingered NYPD cop dropped the stun gun while hustling up a flight of stairs to the Sunday night roll call at Sunset Park 72nd Precinct House and grabbed for it in midair. Okay, think about it. He drops it. He's walking the steps. He grabs it. He tries... grabs for it in midair. <laughs> right. Um, what, and... the taser or the dude's jewels? No, the taser. But instead, oh, okay. he ended up triggering the taser, which lots its charged barbs at the crotch of his fellow officer. <laughs> wonder if that was on uh dash cam quote here's here's the quote here's the quote from from uh, from uh, from the uh the chief patrol rodney harrison quote one prong did puncture pants and pricked his groin area without penetration of the barb <laughs> the other prong did puncture pants but did not make skin contact the bumbling cop at least had the presence of mind to quickly take his finger off the taser's trigger, killing the current, coursing into the luckless lawman's groin. I like the way they wrote this. EMS would call to the 4th Avenue cop shop at 11.15 p.m. Mercifully, the barbs didn't embed themselves, and the cop suffered, quote, only a slight shock. He refused to go to the hospital. The officer who, That would be embarrassing. The officer who dropped the taser lost his grip because his hands were full with two other stun guns, two body cameras, and two batteries. So he's got all this equipment. He's walking up the steps. He trips, and the stun gun flies in the air. He grabs it in the air. It's pointed at his buddy's at his fellow officer's groin. He pulls the trigger. The barbs shoot out, and the guy gets a shock. Ah, oh, man. Can you imagine... Can you imagine explaining that? Uh, well, uh, so, you know. No, I really can't. <laughs> it's, once again, I talk about this, that, you know, you know, the whole deal with the body cams was supposed to show all the police brutality. If you watch some of these body cam videos on, there's whole channels that are nothing but body camera taser shots, and they are unbelievable. I mean, these people who are just like absolute nutbags, you know, and the cops warn them repeatedly, 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 you know, please, you know, please drop, you know, like a knife or whatever. Please, please, you know, comply. No, no, I'm not. Doing and then they tase them and they, you police brutality. Oh, I can't believe you did that to me. You know, stuff like that. It's like, okay, whatever. <laughs> and you know what the problem with the tasers is? Uh, they look like task cam recorders. No, if, if you're, if you got like a heavy coat on, they don't work. Because it's got the little things that got to embed into your skin. You know, they're like little prongs. Well, lucky for the police officer. Well, no, no. I mean, but if you're trying to take down a criminal, if, a lot of times they, they talk about this all the time. Well, why did you have to shoot him? Why didn't you taser him? There's all sorts of videos where they sometimes guys are tasered by two or three officers and nothing happens. Well, maybe uh, they need to taser his jewels. <laughs> See how fast he stays up and or goes down. There's two of them right there. I got two new ones. <laughs>
I can't wait to chop this one up. Okay, it's, mm-hmm. it's chop it up, Brad. It's seven twenty-eight. It is BS dot show. I'm Shelly, and she is Brad. I'm actually kind of smart, but not really. Wow. <laughs> what is what? <laughs> I'm sorry. Play that again, please. <laughs> it came out of your mouth. <laughs> no editing Play it my, again. No editing on my part. I'm actually kind of smart, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I see you today, sir. You, you said the damnedest things. I mean, like, where did that come from? It's, hold on, one more time. I'm actually kind of smart, but not really. Okay. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> That's like saying, I'm really a good golf player, but I'm not. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that was in context of, but I'm sure it was taken out of context. No, it wasn't. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Here, here. I really am smart. Actually. Okay. <laughs> we have we have two we have two mascot stories. Ready for this? We're having fun uh-huh. on Friday. It's Friday. We're having fun on Friday, right? The smartest woman in the world just sent me this. Okay. Owings Mill, Maryland. Maryland. The Baltimore Ravens are making a feathered addition to their injured reserve list. In a video posted on Twitter on Thursday, coach John Harbaugh announced that Poe the team's bird mascot was going on IR. Poe was carted off the field at halftime of the Ravens' preseason game against Washington last weekend. Poe was joined by other mascots for a halftime game before being injured. On Sunday, the Ravens tweeted a picture of the mascot with ice in his left knee, saying he was, quote, resting comfortably in his perch awaiting further test results. In his video Thursday, Harbaugh said Poe had a season-ending injury to his drumstick. <laughs> And the team would find a replacement. We're going to get right into evaluating our options and see where we go next, Harbo said. See if we can find somebody to replace Poe. So he he injured his uh, – I don't uh, – do, 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 do birds have knees? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> he had a season-ending injury to his drumstick. Okay, there's another one. To it's, his drumstick? That's what the coach said, to his drumstick. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a bird, okay. Poe. I have no. Why is it Poe? Is that some? Is that like something like? Is like that Edgar Allen? I guess. Who knows? The Raven. Okay, I, I get it now. I'm not as dumb as I look. Okay, maybe I am as dumb as I look. I'm dumber than I look. Okay, here's the other one. This somebody sent me this this week. This is so funny. There's there's. I think this is the Colorado Buffaloes, and this is a college football game. And the cheerleaders are in a line, and they're doing their thing, you know, on the sidelines the whole bit. And the guy who's dressed at the, as the mascot, uh, you know, is is he's, he picks up the T-shirt cannon. You know what I'm talking about, the T-shirt gun? I do. Okay, the only problem is he points it up toward the crowd. The only problem is he's holding the T-shirt gun backwards. Backwards. And so he fires off the T-shirt, and guess where it gets him? <laughs> Right in the gonads. Right, it gets him right between the legs, and he goes down like like a lump of coal. I mean, he's on the ground. They literally took him off the field on the on the golf cart, on you know, on the on little ambulance cart thing, because he was in so much pain. <laughs> so basically, he was a skeet shoot. He shot himself. How do you yeah. how do you pick up the 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 t shirt cannon backwards and fire it? You know, so in other words, he's pointing it up in the air. The only problem was the barrels the barrels pointed down at his 
as groinal region, and he pulls the trigger. Groinal region? <laughs> right, and off the thing goes. And he's, groinal region? Right. Groin. Don't you know what the groinal region is? I have no clue. When I went to medical school, that was one of the first things we learned. We learned anatomy. We learned the, we learned the, you know, all the different regions of the body. Uh huh. You know, we learned where the butt kicker was. You know what the butt kicker is, don't you? No. If you're right-footed, that's your right foot. That's the butt kicker. And we... <laughs> what does that mean, right-footed? And and we learned the melon. You know what the melon is? The brain. The melon's your head. Same difference. Yeah. Well, it's all these all these terms. I when I went to medical school, that's we we learned all that stuff. You never heard of the groinal region before? No, I have not. <laughs> it's just south of Sauget. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're oh. funny. Okay. Now here's here's what's interesting. Talking about birds, the smartest woman in the world sent me this, and you know what? I'm amazed. The internet just amazes me. Birdcast.info. That's the website if you want to check this out. And it has a map of, and it's it's updated, and it shows like, for example, night of September second, twenty twenty two. Okay, this shows you where all the birds are migrating. So the other day it was right over the St. Louis area when she sent me to this. I think she sent this to me on Wednesday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and now it shows that the huge area tonight, in other words, night of September second, and it shows it's like it's like a radar color radar map, and the areas that like the low areas are like are like blue and then if it goes up like heavy concentration of birds migrating it's white okay the white areas tonight are going to be from like minnesota down through iowa and in kansas city kansas city is supposed to be nailed tonight and they're talking about they're talking about tonight 265 million birds are going to be moving from the northern region down south Tonight, 265 million birds, just tonight. So can you imagine the poop that's going to happen like in, you know, when they talk about, you know, the poop hitting the the pavement, you know, I mean, like in Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, uh, even western parts of Missouri. I mean, not, not, not good. And then, and then they're all the way down into Texas. These birds are all going on down to Texas. So, and, and, and it's because bird migration forecast maps show predicted nocturnal migration three hours after local sunset and are updated every six hours. Colorado State University and the Cornell Lab of Ornithology currently produce these forecasts. It's a pretty interesting website. And it shows, and, and then get this, right now, right now at this very moment, there are 55.9 million birds in flight in migration. And most of them right now are coming down through the Dakotas. They have a map here and shows it's called, it's the Birdcast map. I mean, you think I'm making this stuff? The Birdcast? Birdcast, Birdcast. You know, why don't we have this <laughs> in chat? Is that like a forecast? <laughs> yeah, it's the Birdcast, right? Okay. And the, and the uh, ATIS will say, be careful of migratory waterfowl. Well, right now, 55.9 million birds are in flight at this very moment. I mean, it shows eight ten Eastern Standard Time. Okay, well, a little bit, but no, no, yeah, it, that's right. Well, it's 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 about thirty minutes old, and it shows it has a big yellow line, and the yellow line is this is the majority of the birds, and they right now are going from the Dakotas. This is right now the Dakotas down through Nebraska, down through Kansas, down through Oklahoma, down to Houston. They're all heading south. And matter of fact, what's interesting is that you know sometimes. And I bet you the FAA guys can tell you this too. Sometimes, What's that? well, sometimes the 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 flocks of birds are so intense. There's so many of them. They show yes. up. They show up in radar. 
You know about this, yes, right? Yes, they do. Yeah, you see the bird. You know, it looks that's like. That's why I'm telling you. That's what the ADIS says. Right. Well, you Be don't know careful what. careful of migratory waterfall. Explain. We're using all these acronyms. Explain. You know what ADIS stands for? I used to. I don't anymore. Automated. I just know what it is. Automated terminal information system. Our ed- automated it. terminal information. And what it is, is pilots have, there's a frequency you tune to at all airports, and it's a recording. And it tells you, you know, and they, and they, what they do is they give you, they give you what they call, if it's, they call it information alpha, which means just information A. So, and, and as a pilot, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to, before you take off, you're supposed to listen to the ATIS frequency. And then when you get onto the tower control frequency, you're saying, you know, uh, you know, St. Louis Tower, you know, Skywatch 5, we have, uh, we have information uh, alpha, which means that you've just listened to. And, and they know, they know what's playing on that recording. So, in other words, if you've got, if you're, you, they change it. They change it all um, the time, right? Yes, they, they do. They update it all the time. And if you say you have information zebra, they're going to go, uh, get, get information alpha because that's the old stuff. In other words, it, you know they start with alpha, bravo, charlie, abc, and they go through the whole entire alphabet, and that's that's what ATIS is. So, anyway, which is important? It is, and you I know, know it is. You know, but you know why? You know why I like having you as as co-host because you know about no, stuff. No, Brad, I do not. Because actually. you know why? You know why? You know about stuff because I'm actually kind of smart, but not really. Yes, that's what I like about. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't edit that up? That's exactly what you said. I didn't touch that one. I just pulled it right. I don't think I said that. That was Wednesday. Remember, I said you gave me like you here. Here, this is one day. This is one. I don't day. remember what I said. Okay, but I don't it. think hold I said it. that. Hold it. Hold. This is one day. One day. This is Shelly for one day. Ready? Okay. This is Shelly for one day. Okay. Um. Hold it. Let me find it. Hold it. I'll do anything for love, but I won't do that. You know what? I think I just screwed up. Aw. No Shelly drops. Aw. Shucks. Hold it. Where, 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 where did it happen? No, I did screw up. Okay. This is this is one day. Okay. This oh. is one day. This is Shelly in one day. Okay. Ready? He's got a very small head for such a big body. That's number one. Then she said. You can sit there and, and fork someone. Then she said. And if you boop their nose, you can donate a dollar. And then she said. It's got a little place and you hover over the dog and it says boop. And then she said. His wife is beautiful. And then she said. Boop. And then she lowered her voice and to make to, to pretend she was sounding like the president. And she said. I have two shotguns at home. I can't. It's a long story, but I not oppose the guns. <laughs> And then finally, she said, <laughs> "I gotta get back up." The final thing she said was, "I'm actually kind of smart, but not really." <laughs> that was all in one day. I think that was like in ten minutes. You were, I think that you took that out of context. I is what you, I think. You were on a roll. You, you were knocking totally them. Did. You were knocking them dead. I mean, you were putting them up and putting them down. You know, picking them up and putting them down. I mean, you were like in rare form. I'm going. Like, not Damn. that I'm trying to change the subject, but you know, West Pluck Social has um. Quackers waterproofing on there? I know. Can you believe that? It's kind of cool. People can put ads on there. You know? I mean, once again. They can. Westplex.social is a new site. Matter of fact, it's only crashed three times this week. And and once again, people say, nobody listens to radio. We have done no promotion of this website other than here in the radio. And the thing has crashed. It crashed twice on Wednesday, once yesterday. And the guy the guy yesterday sent me the email. I'll send you the email if you don't believe me. The guy essentially says you. you have an extreme amount of traffic on this website. 
and he had to do a couple of different things. And I think it's it's, it's I think it's still up this morning. I just used it a couple of minutes ago. Anyway, it is it is still up. Check it out. I've got it pulled up on my computer. Okay, check it out. Westplex.social. Okay, here's another one. The smartest woman in the world sent me. Guy has. Are you ready for this? An emotional support alligator. The guy's name is Joseph Henny, and his emotional support That'll animal really bite him in the butt. is Wally Gator. Goes with him almost everywhere from the grocery store to walks in the park. They hug each other and sleep in the same bed. An alligator. Okay. I wonder <laughs> if that's actually possible, that alligators can be not wanting to eat your face. Okay, you ready for this quote? Here's the quote of the day. If this was a Shelley quote, this would be the quote of the century. When he turns his nose toward you, that means he expects a kiss. Aw, that's what my big dog does. I'm like, bring your face over here so I can give you kisses. He lives in Johnstown, Pennsylvania, about two hours from Philadelphia. And <laughs> the two watch television together on the couch. When Hanny takes him to the farmer's market, Wally Gator gives hugs to shoppers as long as they are okay with being that close to a 70-pound reptile with a full mouth of razor-sharp teeth. Let me go take him to the to the farmer's market. Yes. Wally Gator has a following on TikTok and Instagram, and he made headlines Friday after Hanny took him to Love Park in Philadelphia. He's a very special gator, I but I wouldn't recommend that anyone get one. He said, if you don't know what you're doing, you will get bit. Henny's unusual relationship with Wally Gator started in 2015, he said, when a friend called from Florida and asked him if he could take a few gators that he had found in a pond in Orlando. Henny makes a living in woodcrafting, but he has always enjoyed caring for reptiles as a pastime. Alligators are legal to own in Pennsylvania, and Henny has helped relocate unwanted alligators, snakes, and iguanas to wildlife sanctuaries as a hobby for almost 30 years. He keeps his rescue reptiles in his home in separate indoor enclosures that he purchased for this purpose. He then finds true. He then finds sanctuaries or zoos that will take them. He is usually called to rescue alligators when people take in cute baby gators as pets, but they inevitably turn into large animals that can be difficult to handle. No kidding! They are, after all, an animal does not change since the time of the dinosaurs. Henny told his uh, Florida friend that he could take in three juvenile alligators. After a while, he sent two of the gators to reptile refugees in New York and New Jersey. But he decided to keep Wally Gator, who was 14 months at the time. I bonded with him, and he's committed to caring for him. One of the problems when someone gets an alligator for pet is they don't realize they're in for a long haul. He said, noting that the reptiles can live 80 years or longer in captivity. Beats cats, right? They breathe air and generally live in fresh water. They but, only live to nine. But their skid does need to stay wet for survival. It's not uncommon for people to want alligators as pets, although he does says it happens more than people realize, he said. When they get to the get to three feet, nobody wants them. No kidding. They can bite and they're extremely hard to handle. No kidding. Wildlife experts agree alligators generally don't make good pets and they're illegal to own in many states. The animals can also be deadly. Last month, an 80-year-old woman was killed when she fell into a golf course pond and was attacked by two alligators. Get this, quote, the jaw pressure from an alligator's bite force is incredibly strong and their powerful tail can whip you. Uh, they're also predators who are hardwired to believe that other creatures want to eat them so they're defensive early on. He sleeps with an alligator. Okay. Yeah. You know what? There are a lot of men that sleep with worse. I think there's a new place for Sauge that has something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, guys, come on over to Eastside. You can sleep with an alligator. 748. It is BS.show. It's Friday. I can get away with playing songs like that. That's one of Shelly's favorite songs. You love that song, don't you? I do. Okay. I love that from my childhood. Sometimes I go down weird paths when I do research on stuff. And you remember the other morning we were talking about various songs, and I mentioned the song Disco Duck. Okay. 
Yeah. Rick Dees. Okay, Rick Dees, a famous radio personality. Okay, first yeah. off, one thing with me and Disco Doc, I don't know if I ever told you the story or not. The last time I repelled off a building when I was doing, you know, the various things, <laughs> I went to Las Vegas and I, I repelled did. 350 feet off the and side. And didn't even tell me. I didn't tell anybody. I jumped on a plane one Saturday morning. You sure In did. December of like two or three years ago or something like that. Flew it out, was. Flew out to Las Vegas, hit Las Vegas like 9 o'clock in the morning, took an, took an Uber to Caesar's Palace. 10.15, I was on the side of the Caesar's Palace. I was 350 feet above the Caesar's Palace. But as you know, when you do the over-the-edge thing, they have a DJ who's like down at the base, you know, where you come down, and they have like a song. Hey, what song do you want, to, want me to play when you come off the side of the building? Real nice DJ, local, you know, young guy, probably 25 years old. And I looked at him, I smiled, I said, Disco Duck. And he smiles, he says, Disco Duck? Never heard of that before. I go, play Disco Duck. So I'm coming down the side of the building. I'm like uh, 300 feet off the ground. I'm going like, do I hear that? Is he playing Disco Duck? And sure enough, he downloaded it on his phone and played it on, for the PA system. So I'm coming down the side of Caesar's Palace, 350 feet from the top to bottom with Disco Duck playing. Okay, so I don't know why I looked this up, but I thought it was sort of interesting. Two interesting things. Was done by Rick Dees at the time, and this this shows you how dumb radio people are, are dumb how radio ownership is. Okay, Rick Dees was working at WMPS in Memphis. Okay, he was a disc jockey at WMPF, any MPS, and he has this huge song, which for one week was number one, then it was number two for four weeks. It remained in the top ten for ten weeks. So for 10 weeks, this guy had, uh, or actually for, for 14 weeks, it was in the top 10. It was actually 15 weeks. It was in the top, it was number one for one week, uh, held number two for four weeks, and then it remained in the top 10. So for 15 weeks, this song's in the top 10, okay? The station he works at, WMPS, he's not allowed to play. Wimps? Yeah, WMPS. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the general manager must have been a wimp because, well, get this, he's not allowed to play the song. He's not Why? he's not allowed to play the song because it's self promotion. You know, because you know, here Disco he's got duck. here he's got the number one song in the country. The number one song in the country. And the radio station he works for, the boss says, Sorry, you can't play that song. Oh, it gets better. So then he said, the boss says to him, and don't even say anything about it either. So one morning Rick Dees is on the air. And talking about the fact that, and once again, he's touring. He's on tour because he's on American Bandstand, and he's on the weekends. He's touring, American doing this, Bandstand. doing this show live, doing you know, doing like he's like opening for like concerts and things like that. Here mm -hmm. he is, and in Memphis now, it gets even better because now not only is is his station not playing the song, nobody else in Memphis is playing the song because they don't want to promote Rick Dees. Because Rick Dees is their competition. So here you've got the number one song in the country. The station, the guy who did the number one song on the country, he's not allowed to play his own record on the air. And the other radio stations in town won't play it because they're promoting the competition. So one morning, he mentions the fact that he's going to be gone. He's taking a day off, like it was like Thursday. He's taking a day off tomorrow because he's flying someone, because he's flying somewhere. He's in concert to you know perform his song the boss walks in fires him i told you you can't talk about your song on the radio 
Can you believe this? He gets, I can. He gets fired. So so immediately, the crosstown rival, WHBQ, calls him up and say, hey, Rick, did you just get fired for talking about, yep, I got fired. Hey, when you get done with that concert on, on, on the weekend, start your new job over here on Monday. So And WHBQ was a much better station, and he did much better over there. And then he ultimately went, he was, you know who, here, here's the trivia. You know who, who replaced Rick Dees in Los Angeles at KISS FM in L.A.? No. Ryan Seacrest. Really? Rick Dees was the number one DJ in Los Angeles for years and years and years and years. And then American Idol. I heard that. And then American Idol comes along and, oh, it's Ryan Seacrest. So they fired Rick Dees and they put in Ryan Seacrest. So anyway, I thought that was, I'm going like only in the radio business because I'm thinking to myself, like if Shelly, like here's a perfect example. If, if Shelly had like the number one song, I couldn't play that enough. I would be so proud. I'd go, Shelly, I'm so proud of you. We're going to play your song twice an hour for the next three weeks. You know what I mean? Would you really do that? Oh, my God, Because yes. very rarely are you proud of me. No. I mean, but the point being is, is why, if as a radio station owner or a general manager, why would you not celebrate the fact that in your little podunk radio station in Memphis and WMPS, I don't even know if it exists anymore. Let me click on the thing. Wimps. Yeah, Wimps Radio. <laughs> Wimps Radio. Uh, six, really? Commercial radio station, okay, uh, airs sports program. It's ESPN 680 right now, so it's an ESPN station, okay. Here's a little AM station in Memphis. You've got the DJ on the air who has the number one record in the country. Wouldn't you be shouting that from the rooftops? Wouldn't I you, would. Wouldn't you be running promos on the air? I would have no problem exploiting his fame. I'm telling you, I would be running a promo. Nope. Yes, you're listening. WMPS. Our disc jockeys are so talented. Right now, currently, Rick Dees has the number one song in the United States. And there's only one place you can hear Rick on the air. That's WMPS. WMPS. Instead, he's not allowed to talk about his... He's not allowed to play his record. And he's not allowed to talk about his record. And when he talks about it, he gets fired. I'm going like, God, this is so weird. And, you know, once again, it's this crazy weird stuff in the radio business. It's like every once in a while someone will say, I can't believe you talk about other radio people. Why not? Everybody does. You know, I mean, like, you know, it's it's like, you know, somebody say, well, you... <laughs> I'd be, I'd be actually a little worried about what they said about me. Well, no, no, you, 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 you know, you said something about J.C. Corcoran the other day. Yeah. Well, guess what? He's never going to talk about me. Well, why did you talk about him? Why not? If you're like in a bar and someone says, hey, who's your favorite DJ? And somebody says, oh, I like J.C. Corcoran. Somebody's going, oh, that guy's a jerk. I don't like him. Or, oh, I love him. He's wonderful. That's... The closest thing that anybody has ever said to us or messed with us is Brian Richardson? the Viper. <laughs> no. Just don't even say his name. He makes me want to vomit. So is the, the Viper, when they did the April Fool's joke, that they were starting – the Q. Yeah. Well, what and once again, what and you know what backfired on us because backfired on them because we all had all sorts of people going, "Hey, they're stealing your format." <laughs> Go like, "Okay, what what does that tell you?" People know us well Did enough. They really? Oh yeah, we had people on Facebook posting that. Hey, I can't <laughs> believe I can't believe the Viper's going to turn. They're going to be another Q station. You got more competition. All my radio geek friends were calling me. Hey, I can't. I mean, I had guys from other cities calling me. All my radio geek friends, you know, Ray. Hey, Brad, I heard the Viper's going after you. They're changing their format. They're going top forty. Yeah, right. It's BS. You know, don't believe it. You know, they. You know, because you know why. 
because Why? they got to talk like this. They got to talk like this. We're the Viper. We've got a helicopter. Even though helicopters are stupid and nobody uses them anymore, we have a helicopter to do traffic. What I do we know. do? There was a helicopter flying around my house the other day. We fly over Shelly's house and we drop. <laughs> we drop. We drop. We drop. We drop kitty litter on her house, but it's not clean. It's, it's not kitty litter, clean kitty litter. It's the dirty stuff. It's the yes. clumpy stuff. We're the viper, and we drop kitty litter. We up. put it in her pool so it'll like solidify. <laughs> right, right. We're dropping kitty litter with poop in it in Shelly's in Shelly's pool in her backyard. We're the viper. Her cesspool. That's that's why we have a helicopter. We talk like this when we go to McDonald's, and they said, "Can I, me, sir? Can I have your order? Yeah, I have a Big Mac, a French fry, a soda." And make it snappy, right? Yeah, kind of. Oh, we it's eight oh one, dude. Oh, we got to play some commercials. Are we done? We're just done for the day, right? Or do we have to I play guess. the last song? We have to play the last song. I already blew we it. We do have to play our last song. Okay, I don't even know. It's this. September second. Okay, hold. Let's try this. We'll see if we can get a commercials. We're gonna play the last song. Hold on. Here we go. Ah, yes, Sammy Davis Jr., BS.show. Two reasons I play that song. First off, the smartest woman in the world said she's tired of Andre uh, and uh, Sarah Brightman, Andre Pacelli and Sarah Brightman. That's the one reason. The other reason is Shelly got in trouble with that song recently. How? Are you going to play, are you going to pretend like you don't know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I am. Okay. Shelly was driving down Interstate 70 between St. Peter's and, oh, and O'Fallon, and she was doing 100 miles an hour. You're so full of crap. 100 miles Go an on. hour. And O'Fallon cop comes up behind her, you know, hits the lights on her, you know, lights her up, hits the siren a couple times. Rawr, rawr, rawr. She pulls over to the shoulder, and the police officer walks up to her and says, Ma'am, do you know how fast you were going? And she goes, Yeah, I was doing 100. And the police officer says, And why were you doing that? And she says, I got to be me. I got to be free. <laughs> and the guy says, you know why they don't send donkeys to college, ma'am? And Shelly goes, I have no idea. And he says, because nobody likes a smart ass. Why are you going 100 miles an hour? I got to be me. I got to be free. And he says, you know what? You got to be you in the backseat of my floor, Ford Explorer. Get out. And put your hand But don't your you back. know who I am? <laughs> right. <laughs> In case you didn't know, I'm uh, kind of a big deal. I don't know if I can find that real quick. <laughs> Hold on a minute. I, I'm categorizing all my drops. I'm working on that. I've got, I don't know where it's at. Hold on a minute. <laughs> That's the classic. You're categorizing your drops? Yes. Yeah, here, here we go. Here we go. In here. what category? Here we go. Do you know who I am? <laughs> That's what she said. I yes, don't that know is how what to I put said. this. But and then he called for backup. Right, called for backup, <laughs> and Shelly ended up. And so all the way onto the jail, he, she's saying, can you tur- turn on that oldie station so I can listen to Sammy Davis Jr.? I can sing along with, I gotta be me, I gotta yeah. be free. That's what happened. I do love some Sammy Davis. I mean, you can't. how can you not love that man? Yeah. Okay, we've got to get out of here. It's Have time for us to day, go. Have a everybody. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Are we going on Monday? No, because the station's been sold to God Squad. And remember, 1071 is going to be Happy 1071. And 1045 is going to be Sunny 1045. And then Crap is going to be Religious Crap. So those are, those are the... What a bunch of crap. <laughs> those, are the, those are the new formats. And 
So now we've got now in the market we'll have Joy 99, we'll have Boost 955, we'll have we'll have Happy 1071, we'll have no, we'll have I didn't say I, I said Sunny 1045. It's not Sunny 1045. It's Positive 1045 and religious crap on AM 1350. So Shelly's been nice working with you all these years. I appreciate it. It's been a blast, Brad. You're Truly, un- it has. Your last check will be in the mail. Oh, good. I'll I, be waiting patiently. I dropped it in the Ukrainian mailbox in Ukraine, so good luck in getting it. <laughs> that was weird. <laughs> okay, I have to be legal. KSOQ FM Washington, KRAP AM Washington, K296HA Washington. It's 808. Have you heard about Salt River Automotive? Not only are we open for business and ready to serve you, we are sponsors of the BS in the Morning Show on Westplex 107.1. Check us out on Facebook at Salt River Automotive, LLC. See you soon.